Welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we take a look at the planetary placements and events for the coming week. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? We're deep into fall now. November, the dying season. The days are getting shorter. I think the ratio today is 10 hours of dark uh, um, to 14 hours of light. At least in where I am, geographically, Montreal. And that window of light will continue to shrink well into December. The clocks got, got turned back yesterday. You know, even though I'm an early-to-bed, early-to-rise guy... Um, that shift still messes me up. Now, of course, that wasn't always the case. <laughs> you know, there's a good portion of my life where I was a uh, out all night kind of guy, but uh, I made a change around the turn of the century that was for the better. Um, according to some sleep experts, standard time is what matches most people's circadian uh, sleep cycle best. Uh, you know, with more light in the morning and earlier darkness in the evening and, uh, and, and that it is better for both physical health and, uh, you know, public safety. Maybe it's time to end daylight savings. They certainly seem to do fine without it in Saskatchewan and Arizona for that matter, too. Something to think about. Maybe lobby your local uh, member of parliament. Uh... We have a full moon in Taurus at 6.01 a.m. Eastern uh, Standard Time. Got used to saying that now. Um, Tuesday. And uh, as the nodes of karma are currently in Taurus and, uh, and Scorpio, this is an eclipse moon. Now, in some native uh, circles in this part of the world, uh, this moon is re referred to as the full beaver moon. Um, said that this is the time that the beavers are making their lodges and performing uh, in you know, um, preparation for winter. Um, I guess we should all be doing that, really. Winter's coming. Didn't feel like it on the weekend, and that's okay with me. It'll be here. It'll be long. <laughs> it'll be a challenge. It always is. Um, certainly, this full moon is a time of reconciling our past and solidifying our future. That's the Scorpio-Pluto, you know, uh, Scorpio-Taurus dynamic. Um Pluto, of course, ruling the sign of Scorpio, at least in the modern sense. So this occurs both on the individual level and on a collective level. Midterm elections occur tomorrow in the United States, elections that will have a profound impact on the planet, on the Earth. Uh, it's not just about America. Certainly, you know, Putin and other dictators in the world will be hoping for a Trump uh, win. You know, sadly, after his defeat, this malignant narcissist, this obnoxious reality TV star and crooked businessman billionaire still has a hold on the Republican Party. You know, frankly, it, it was, I, I found it offensive, and I think many people found it offensive when that vile man was, you know, even selected as a Republican nominee and, nominee, and even more offensive when he was elected president. You know, but on the other hand, if more Democrats had gotten out to vote in 2016, he may not have been elected. You know, there were a good number of Bernie supporters who chose to stay home. And, you know, 
the result was a Supreme Court that struck down Roe v. Wade. Personally, you know, as a pro-choice, pro-equal opportunity, pro-planet Earth man who will always choose democracy over authoritarianism and totalitarian forms of government in any form, I, you know, I'm hoping that America rejects mega fanaticism and uh, and spurs, you know, spurns the fear-based uh, cult of Trump now and uh, moving forward. It's a very dark energy, angry energy. You know, I mean, I've always been sort of, you know, leftish. Um, but I mean, you know, in 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 earlier times, I could accept that, uh, you know, that uh, you know the Republicans won now and then in the states, and the Conservatives win in Canada, and you know that was the will of the people. But now, you know, now, uh, you know, that that was different. It was a different breed, you know, of. Of candidate now, you know the Republican Party is just a you know bunch of you know I I didn't mind them before they became a party of assholes, and frankly, you know the MAGA that's what it is. Pardon my language. Um, here's hoping one day that that energy is purged from that party. Thoughts and energies for the brave uh, uh, people out in the uh, world um, struggling. You know, with wartime conditions, uh, the people of Ukraine, uh, other places um, in the world, uh, you know, dealing with terrorist insurgency, um, civil war, hostile neighbors invading, uh, thoughts and energies for the, you know, women um, in Iran who are struggling to overthrow um religious rules that, uh, you know, cause them to be beaten and killed by so-called morality police. You know, thoughts and energies for the young women and women uh, of all ages, really, who, uh, you know, are at risk uh, because they're denied abortion health care and rights by the religious fanatics uh, appointed to the Supreme Court in the United States. And, you know, for uh, folks in Canada, I don't think that those, uh, you know, that that's something that's, you know, couldn't be threatened here too. Remember, what happens in the States, you know, it happens, uh, it happens here too. Thoughts and energies for victims of uh, the now military, uh, you know, rampant military grades, automatic gun violence in America, thoughts and energies for our beautiful home, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, the new clean technologies, necessary worldwide low birth rates, and, and you know, just changes in policy across the planet to get her, you know, to get her to a healthy state again. Um, need a lot of change. Need a lot of change. Before we set the table for the upcoming week with the planetary activity for the next seven days, let's bring things back to basics. I love back to basics. Um, those who know, know. Um, this is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there just doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It is a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have, an agent, you have agency in your life. Uh, your life is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that. And then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you 
And we discover that by superimposing the current transits or placements of the planets in the zodiac on your natal chart. And this is what I do in my sessions. And that's one of my uh, real specialties. I'm, you know, uh, uh, transit analysis analysis is my jam. I'm really good at natal charts too, but transit uh, analysis, yes. Um, Well, really good at both. Um, So this is why I suggest that you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Um, Okay, let's get on with it. The astrology for the week of Monday, November 7th to Sunday, November 13th. Weekly moon cycle. Uh, The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us all every 28 and a half days or so. Um... You know, the uh, this is also important information for spell casting for those who, you know, witches, wizards, sorcerers out there, uh, Wiccans, um, elemental magicians who practice those types of rites and rituals. Um, the moon is waxing today and after the full moon lonation, of course, it will begin to wane. And at that point, we move into time where, you know, a, a lunar phase that is good for um, purging and banishing and cleansing energies, uh, ridding energies. The moon is going to transit from Aries. It was in Aries briefly, uh, uh, you know, into Monday and uh, from uh, Aries to Taurus, Gemini to Cancer. So you want to take a look at your natal chart and see where those four signs are, see what planets you have in those signs. How the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a good indication as to which areas of life will be highlighted for better or for worse for you in the coming seven days. Now on to the inner planets. The sun starts the week at 15 degrees of Scorpio um, and it's going to finish up at 22 degrees Scorpio. Um, Getting close, you know, we're in the heart of Scorpio season for sure. Mercury is 14 degrees Scorpio. We'll travel to 21 degrees Scorpio. Uh, Venus is 18 degrees, degrees Scorpio. It's accelerating. It's going to move to 27 degrees Scorpio. Mars is 25 degrees Gemini. And it's finally started moving, but of course, as it's retrograde, it's moving backwards. So it's going to move back to 24 degrees Gemini retrograde. You know, expect disruptions if you have, a, you know, a personal planet in those uh, degrees of uh, Gemini. You know, and and take a look at the house. You know, for example, uh, one of my clients last week who came to see me, she's um she's going taking a musical tour starting this week in the states, and uh, she has um, Mars on a on a personal planet in her ninth house and right on it. And so, you know, just had to say, take extra time, leave extra time for travel. Logistics could be a problem. The shows look good, but you know, getting to the next one could be you know could be uh, interesting. So there's astrology in action. Um, so some people, you know, um, I, that I read for um, in the past few days, my sessions, minimal impact by the Mars retrograde in Gemini. But, you know, you want to take a look and see, hmm, is this really going to impact me in a larger way or just a minor ir- minor irritation kind of way? Anyway, you want to take a look at your natal chart and see where Gemini and Scorpio are via house rulerships. You'll be able to see which areas of life will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets for you. Now for the more constant planetary energy of the uh, middle and outer planets. 
as well as some of the other slow transiting elements of astrology. Jupiter has us considering the bigger questions in life, reflecting on our journey, etc. 29 degrees Pisces retrograde. Um, Saturn is bringing discipline and structure into life, also delivering consequences for those deserving of them at 18 degrees Aquarius. Uranus is challenging our existing views on structure and our relationship with convention and with authority at 16 degrees Taurus retrograde. Neptune is deepening consciousness at 22 degrees Pisces retrograde. Pluto is forging and facilitating transformation and propelling even the reluctant towards important change at 26 degrees Capricorn. Chiron, the healer, is facilitating fresh healing and old wounds at 12 degrees Aries retrograde. Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 23 degrees Cancer. The North Node is at 12 degrees Taurus, and the South Node is 12 degrees Scorpio now. So the karmic axis runs low to high from Scorpio to Taurus at that degree point. Take a look at your natal chart to see where those points of Taurus and Scorpio are. Things are brewing there. Okay, so now let's put this all together and see what the astrological energy of each day of the coming week looks like. Well, Monday at, uh, you know, zero, uh, zero 015 Eastern Standard Time, so just after midnight, the moon, Eastern Standard Time, I'm in Montreal, uh, the moon moved from Aries to Taurus. And so this is a sign that is much better aligned with the energy of Scorpio. Um, you know, and certainly we've got the sun in Scorpio, obviously, we're in Scorpio season, and two of the other inner planets are there. Um, you know, uh, we've got Mercury, we've got Venus. So this creates the calmest, most peaceful and grounded energy of the uh, uh, window of the week. There's some pleasant, you know, there's some nice water energy coming at the end of the weekend, but that's all, it comes with a lot of feeling. So this is, you know, this is more calm energy from the moon anyway, today, Monday. The moon aligns with the north node in Uranus and Taurus on Monday, and that can help us, you know, feel confident that we're moving in the right direction and that we possess the ability to, you know, make it all happen somehow. So Monday can be a good day for a lot of folks, and that's good because Tuesday at 6.01 Eastern Standard Time, we've got that full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus, and the full moons, of course, are intense. And, uh, you know, uh, now they take place when the sun and moon are in opposite signs. Full moons are times of revelation, of culmination, and of release. You know, we can see what was previously obscured in the shadow realm. Um, the earth element sign of Taurus itself is focused on structure that helps us create material and physical security and well-being in life. You know, Taurus wants to take care of people, of the people in their circle, as, you know, as well as themselves. Uh, and Scorpio season itself is a time of release, change, transformation, the time of, you know, it's like the phoenix burning the nest and ascending to the next level and beginning again. Um, so, you know, in this Taurus full moon, call out for what you need to transform, you know, yourself and transform your life and for what you need to sustain yourself and for what you need to create, you know, the, the type of abundance that is right for you in your life. Because not everybody wants the th same things in life. Um, but I think everybody would like, uh, you know, abundance. For me, it's about well-being and also, you know, having a purpose in life. Um, be open to letting go of what hurts you and what holds you in place. Flux is the one constant in life. And we are either moving with change or being run over by it. And of course, you know, 
uh, we see that message and that, you know, that imaging in the death card of the tarot. Now, beyond all of that, there is a jittery, unstable, unpredictable quality to the cosmic energy mix Tuesday to Thursday with the sun and Mercury conjunct and opposed to uh, Uranus. You know, take care against jumping too quickly to conclusions. Keep an eye out for sudden energy shifts in spaces around you. You know, Mercury is squaring Saturn midweek, adding, you know, stubborn thought and polarizing opinion to the energy mix, you know, and, and negativity to doomsday thinking as well. Um, so that's a lot. Wednesday at 8.37 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the moon transits into Gemini. Well, now, you know, you've got that one of the most incongruent, uh, you know, mixes Gemini and uh, and Scorpio in the sun and the moon placements. And, you know, with all the sun, Mercury, Uranus energies already in place, you know, certainly emotions will be charged and conflict can easily rise. You know, at very least, concentration will be challenged. Um, though you will encounter negativity, irritability, and impatience in others, try not to get drawn into unnecessary conflict or, or into fights real, you know, in which you have no real stake. Uh, really best, you know, Wednesday to just go off on your own if you can. You know, um, while you can't do much about the state of mind of others around you, the state of your own mind is something you can do something about. There we have agency. So, um... Now, important resets can occur now, but for them to occur, there needs to be a constructive tone to the, you know, to the uh, energy mix. The alternative is destructive, angry chaos that serves no one. Thursday, a beautiful Venus to Neptune water trine forms and enters the mix opening up portals of spiritual awareness and energies of love and creation. Now, it's going to kind of clash with that other stuff that's still going on. But, you know, the more spiritually evolved among us will likely be able to tap into this energy um, in spite of, you know, all the chaos around them. Um, those people are, you know, who are better at, you know, detaching from overthinking and, um, and finding peace in the program, in the, you know, in the, in the present moment. Will have some sort of you know spiritual structure in their life, or um, they'll do better. Friday at seven twenty-three p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Moon makes its final transit of the week, moving into the Water Element sign Cancer, the sign it rules. The Moon's coming home. This lunar shift to a water sign should take the edge off the week's energies, open up opening up spaces on the weekend for compromise and for reconciliation. Saturday, uh, well, you know, we've got a Mercury trine with Neptune that allows for feelings and expressions of deep caring and love. Everyone is a poet now. Uh, spend time with your lover or get a romance someone new. Um, go for a walk in the park with someone you have a crush on. The, the, the weekend energies are perfect for love. Um, these water element energies are also ideal for deepening one's spiritual awareness and for creative self-expression. And then Sunday, more love. <laughs> We've got Venus in, in Scorpio, sextiles, Pluto and Capricorn, deepening feelings of love and creating a strong desire in you know, most of us to know our lover and connect with him on an even deeper level. Um, this energy can certainly facilitate new relationships as well. Um, you know, these energies are, 
are, are going to increase the well-being for many and will bring new romance and love also to many folks. Uh, this weekend is definitely the best love window of Scorpio season 2022, probably of the fall and probably one of the best little energy windows for love uh, in the year 2022. So if you're open to love and you're looking for love, put yourself out there this weekend. Um, and if you're not open to love, you might want to think about why that's the case and maybe looking at, uh, you know, what you could do about that. You know, we are humans, even even old air guys like me, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, just completely independent and self-sufficient. So um, we're all human beings and... Uh, and human beings are not, you know, not solitary creatures. You know, we're, I think we're, we're created to mate, to be with, you know, to be with someone. That's it for this week. For daily aspect reports, follow me on Instagram uh, at DuncanDillamontang. You'll find one posted most days in the story section. I post astrology reports on the blog of my website. Uh, I'm going to have a sub stack where I'm just going to post some free astrology writing there. Again, I'm just putting, you know, sharing what I know about life and the universe and astrology with folks out there in the world through that medium. Um, also going to post a full moon TikTok somewhere in the next hour or so. Um, so there's stuff out there if you're interested. Uh, you can find links on my uh, link tree thing on my uh, Instagram page, um, profile page. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, I wish you all well. I'll be back next week with another episode of The Sky Now. And until then, be good to others and be good to yourself. Mm-hmm.